Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday, March 15th. Today, Sam Kerr nets another individual honour, the silver lining to Minwoo Lee's final round capitulation, and the NBL King set to be crowned tonight. But first... Just one sleep until the AFL season opener between Richmond and Carlton. And isn't it great to just get to focus on footy? Oh, no. Former footy hard man Max Rook is the face of a landmark court battle suing the AFL over concussion. Yes, the new footy season will kick off under the shadow of a landmark lawsuit with more than 60 former players having signed on to be a part of the class action seeking financial compensation from the league for pain and suffering, economic loss and medical expenses as a result of head injuries. It's going to get expensive. Two-time Geelong Premiership player Max Rook is the lead plaintiff in the case, which includes players who played in the league between 1985 and 2023. In court documents, the Geelong Premiership star says he suffered up to 30 head knocks in his career, two that left him unconscious. In recent years, the AFL has increased its focus on protecting players' heads on field with rules adjustments, as well as implementing stricter concussion protocols for players who do suffer head knocks. And just this week, the league pledged another $25 million to fund a study into the long-term effects of concussion and head knocks on players. But wait, there's more! The AFL has also employed four full-time staff for this season to focus on concussion management throughout the league, as well as establishing a hardship fund to provide ex-players with financial assistance and ongoing care in relation to head injuries. But he's hoping they've kept some cash aside because if Rook and Co are successful in their litigation, the AFL might need some of those millions. Sam Kerr has done it again. Long again, looking for Kerr, and she brings it down superbly, and she scores brilliantly. And that really is what Sam Kerr is all about. On Monday, Australia's Golden Girl Kerr's sublime finish guided Chelsea to a 1-0 win over ladder-leading Manchester United in the WSL to send Chelsea back to the top of the table. In the game of the season, it's one of the goals of the season from Sam Kerr. And while the strike has put Kerr in the position to enjoy team success once again, Yesterday, she tasted more individual acclaim. I think it's nice to, that people think so highly of you and it's something I don't take for granted. Um, I'm always very proud when I win these awards, whoever votes for me. Kerr was named the FA Women's Super League Player of the Year for the second year in a row at the London Football Awards to add to her already overstuffed trophy cabinet. While Kerr's current focus remains with her club side in the UK, the national side, the Matildas, and their World Cup ambitions on Australian soil in a few months' time are never too far from Kerr's mind. It's always an honour to represent our country and hopefully you're proud of us because we love playing in this jersey. See you soon in July! On Monday, Minwoo Lee started the final round of the Players' Championship in second place, two shots off the lead. And then he started playing golf and everything went to hell. That sounded fat, Paul. Watch out. And that is a disaster. Lee's final round fell apart as he slid down the leaderboard to eventually finish in a tie for sixth. But there is a silver lining for the 24-year-old. Good news, everybody! Lee's performance at the Big Money Tournament was enough to bump his world ranking from 50 to 45. And while it's only five spots, it's significant. From the Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia, CBS Sports presents the Masters. We are only three weeks out from the first golf major of the year, the Masters, which has a cutoff of, you guessed it, the top 50 players in the world. 
Lee's rise guarantees him a start at Augusta for just the second time, where he'll tee it up alongside fellow Aussie Jason Day, former Masters winner Adam Scott, and live defector Cam Smith, who, thanks to his British Open triumph, has a five-year exemption for all the major tournaments. Must be nice. 22-year-old Aussie amateur Harrison Crowe will also tee it up at the famed Augusta National Course, while Lucas Herbert, who had a nightmare at the Players' Championship after missing the cut, has dropped to number 55 in the world and will need to find some form and catch a lucky break or two in the next couple of weeks to earn a spot at the tournament. OK, basketball fans, ready yourself. Is this instant The fifth and final game of the NBL Grand Final Series between the New Zealand Breakers and the Sydney Kings gets underway tonight at Sydney's Kudos Bank Arena. And the noise on this one has been turned up to 11. These go to 11. Firstly, Kings coach Chase Buford fired this little shot at the officials after the Breakers levelled the series in Game 4. Yeah, I'm proud of the guys. Always tough to go out there and compete against eight. Um, but... You know, gave us the fight back in the second half and, and gave us a chance to win. Credit to New Zealand. They made some big shots down the stretch. The eight Buford is referring to is the five breakers opponents and the three on-court officials. Those comments scored Buford a three and a half grand fine from the league. But Kings import Justin Simon believes tonight's game will come down to who is the hungriest. I think it's going to come down who's the hungrier, healthier team. This is game five. This is where you want to be. You know, we got a lot of guys that are dialed in and hungry and, you know, really want to compete for a championship. You know, we're not happy to take part. We really want to, uh, you know, hoist that trophy. Breakers and Kings, game five tonight. It's for all the marbles. And that is your fast finding this ball for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.